in our educator brains, September is actually the start to a new year. So technically, we're on schedule. I love a good technically. It absolves us of our trespasses. (laughs) Yeah, we must have been on the college schedule or something because we definitely shut down shop after April. Look, we practice what we preach. If you're tired, take a rest. If you feel like there's too many things on your plate, let something fall off. Or like we tell folks, trash the the checklist. checklist. I'm Yolanda. And I'm Tiffany. We're two college friends and lifelong educators who have lived and learned over these years. And what we figured out is that in order to really be happy where you are and with who you are, you gotta trash Trash the the checklist. Tiff, we really did what the late great comedian Bernie Mac said. I remember him in one of his stand-ups talking about the fact that when Black folk go on break, <laughs> that's what the F we do. We break. So we really <laughs> took that to heart. But to be fair, even though we took a break from recording, we were still busy working in the podcast world. We were planning for some TTCL things. And we did some recording with other podcasts. That's true. Uh, We've been working on and figuring out ways to improve our TTCL impact influence. And yes, we recorded with Take Care Sis podcast. And I was invited to record with Black Mom Society podcast, which is awesome because that audience is out of the Caribbean. So a broader reach talking about being a, you know, Black mom and all that kind of stuff. So that was pretty cool. Okay. And our goal for this episode is to set the scene for season three for us and to catch our audience up on what's been heavy on our TTCL minds. Yeah, so we have been, as we said, we've still been engaged, right, Um, with the world, although it seems like we dropped off, (laughs) as the kids used to say, we fell off. Uh, But I mean, we've been out there, we've been looking at stuff still, trying to hang out, trying to live our lives you know, since we stopped recording last season. So Tiff, what's what's been up with you? What's what's new for you? I'm feeling like a good times theme song over here. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm struggling to survive it. I don't know. Um just been trying to keep it all together. A lot of, you know, different stuff going on. Um, and as you approach this time of the year, getting kids ready to go to college and get ready to go back to school. But we know even before the start of the school year for me, um, athletics kind of starts up before the academic year. So it's, it's a lot to, to do to get ready to kind of jump back in into that. And summer is only a long time, I think, in the in the world of when you're a kid, like when you're when you're working. Right. 12 months. It doesn't seem that long at all. So it's a little bit of downtime and breathing room, but then it hits you really quickly to, to get back into things. So I've just been trying to maintain, I think. Yeah, these summers don't summer like they used to. Not at all. And we didn't even get in a beach trip. I remember you had texted me like, hey, we didn't do our beach. And I was like, oh, maybe we could fit that in. Uh, Nah, it's looking like yeah, a 2023. I was actually looking at like where, but I, I know you were more optimistic about that. <laughs> I started the summer, I kind of count down like, okay, it's only X amount of weekends. So, and and when you start counting, when you get to July, you're like, oh God, summer's over. Yes, I will say I do miss those um, Fridays off though. Those were life. 
girl. And it wasn't really a Friday off because you put in the 40 Monday to Thursday, but I'm just saying. Mentally, it felt like you yes. were getting something. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It feels like that's the way a weekend is supposed to, to be. Like a, a three-day weekend really makes you feel like there was some off time. That, you know, Friday... Friday evening, Sunday morning feel like you don't even know what happened in between. Yeah. Much more appreciate the weekends with the three-day setup. So anything else happening for you in the life? No, I mean, that. that's mainly it. And so what's been new for you? I think the biggest thing is that, you know, my daughter started her freshman year at college. Yay. So that <laughs> that was a whole, whole ordeal because you know Taylor. You know, she's down at her college and doing well. Um, as I shared with you, she tried out for their club volleyball team and made the team. So she's really excited about that. She's going to classes. She has a great schedule. Seems like she has a, gr- a great uh, suite of roommates, suite mates, whatever you want to call them. They're really close. So as long as I'm getting good reports... I'm good, you know, no tears, none of that kind of stuff. So my anxiety level is pretty chill. Well, that's a good thing. I sent her a first week wellness check. She seemed to be happy oh, at the time. <laughs> I didn't even know. I love it. <laughs> and Tiffany, I love it. <laughs> she moved out and Tamara moved up, a freshman in high school who is now playing JV volleyball. So... Now I get to, again, (laughs) go to games, drive all over to see games and and that kind of stuff. So, again, I keep thinking about the free time I used to have. (laughs) That is no more. But, you know, it's it's a part of having children, you know, supporting them, following them. Um, What's not a part of it is me looking raggedy because I'm tired. (laughs) But I'm trying to keep that together as well so speaking of like the the stress and anxiety that sometimes comes along with what we've been talking about work and kids and stuff um we were guests on take care sis podcast this summer and i really really like what they do you know when they start out their podcast each episode they kind of check in with each other and kind of talk about some pop culture stuff. And I know we've been gone for a minute. And let me tell you how I have just been aggravated to the nth degree about some of the stuff on social media that I've been seeing. You know, I, I you you call it like what? Quiet stalking? Is that what you call it? Yeah. What are you? <laughs> but you do tell. Yeah. I've been, you know, over the late spring or whatever, we had the death of a a social media online, quote, relationship guru, Kevin Samuels, passed away unexpectedly. And it's, it's really not about him, but it's about the ongoing debate, conversation, saga over, oh, you know, men need to be this. And men, you know, top tier, valuable men and top tier women. And if you don't look this good, then you don't need to be making requests. Like those kinds of arguments and debates on social media have pulled me in. And I don't want to engage, but you know, 
I was about to say, okay. <laughs> you know how I am. So, you know, I've just, maybe I'm the old lady that's been <laughs> not in the streets dating for so long that I don't know what the struggle is like. So these arguments and conversations around, honestly, what we always talk about, these set of rules for people that supposedly exist, that if you just follow them, you be good. Like the the conversations are intriguing, but they're, I'm going to make up a phrase right now. They're intriguingly stupid <laughs> to me. And they take the focus away from actual like relationship building, the work of relationships, you know, being a good person, you know, being teammates. Like we had the, the love harder coach on like being teammates and stuff. Like I don't see that in any of the conversations. So that's what kept me on social media with a side eye most of the time. I'm not going to say it's clickbait, but I don't know if that concept of teammates and all of that gets the same amount of attention, gets the same amount of likes um, in full transparency. Like I've not, I, I've seen sound bites. Like I definitely knew who he was, but I, I didn't get deep into it because it, it just, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, I know you, you've been on the thrifting consigning. Um, what else have you been on? So, yeah, I think um, I haven't necessarily been for the culture in, over the summer, <laughs> but, but I have become quite a fan on uh, IG of some folks. I don't really post anything there. I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to be doing, but I followed um, some young ladies who were, you know, flipping some granny sets or whatever and making them look fly from the thrift store. So that was intriguing to me. Um, and definitely trying to learn how to travel hack. That's been a, a, oh, one of my yeah. one of my real focuses on, on trying to learn this system, how people are traveling on the low. So, yeah. And you send me stuff sometimes in messages and then I go look it up and then I end up following these people. But the travel hack stuff, because we both really want to just not have to work and want to just travel and do what we want to do. Absolutely. Truth be told. Um that kind of stuff is so interesting to me. And I oftentimes go on there and then it gives me like pause, like, can I really do this? What what do I need? What am I doing wrong? That's often my response to that kind of stuff. What am I doing wrong? Why did I never try this? So people are out here doing their thing. I, I applaud them. I applaud all the the budget folk, the travel folk, mm -hmm. those are the things I really like to see. And you know, I told you about my girl, I'll be on IG cracking up at I am Tiffany Wilder. Let's talk about her because I was like, wait a minute. It's no way you can talk about what girl. you look at on social media and not mention her. And you think she reminds? She sounds just like <laughs> you when you get fed up and start talking in your, you know, your Cleveland accent. <laughs> comes out or whatever when she's laying these people out on these videos I lay back and holler it is for real like my end of the night stuff like but she's dead on because that stuff be nasty that stuff is so nasty but just it's the fact that she has that ashy statue <laughs> avatar with her eyes and lips and just the commentary is is hilarious to me. So I'll be in the bed hollering at that girl. Tears coming down my face because it's just funny. And then it sounds like you. So I'm picturing like you as that person being fed up. And I would definitely say some of that stuff. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> so, I mean, I'm, we've been staying connected to what's cool and stuff in addition to still working, still caring for families, all that kind of stuff, you know. At any rate, enough about us in our our TTCL chill summer. Um, we want to talk to you all and thank you all for coming back to us. We had some friends reach out and was like, okay, when y'all uh, when y'all put down another episode? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have been planning. I think we have some really good stuff coming up um, in this third season. I like saying third season because it seems like we've really committed. Um, but we we have some we got some stuff we gonna talk about in this third season. And as I keep saying when when I talk to Tiff, I said we gonna be a little bit grown, a little bit in little this bit. in this upcoming season around our topics. The topics aren't necessarily well; they are grown people topics, but we are actually you know trashing the checklist and looking at some different angles for some things um going outside our comfort zone and and just because you talk to people get information from people about things that can be somewhat controversial doesn't mean that you necessarily plan to do it want to do it will do it or any of that but it's just interesting to offer a different perspective what are your thoughts on that tiff i love the way you um tease that and i i I think it's, you know, spot on. I think, you know, we have tried to lay out relatable topics, but we're ready to push the envelope a little bit. It makes me a little nervous. Why? Because the streets be watching sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Put a disclaimer on that thing. Put a disclaimer on that thing. Yeah, right. The views expressed. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But um, I just think that a lot of these topics are things that we we have spoken about, we've talked about, we've kind of wanted to bring bigger conversations to and around some of these topics with the podcast and just in, in life in general, um, because I think that women especially, not saying men are into this stuff, but women especially, certain things seem to be uh, a little more limited for us in conversation. If we talk about certain things, all of a sudden uh, people are about to sprinkle holy water on us <laughs> or something. Um, so it's just, it's just, I think going to be refreshing to, for us. And we're, we're technically some goody goodies to dive into some of this. So yes, we want to talk about relationships, whether we're talking about folks who are in the dating game or those who are in long-term committed relationships and or marriages and that particular episode tiff do you want to talk about what we want want to dive into i think we just um you know we've expressed our views we've had an opportunity to let some men take over and i think one of the things i'm super excited about not just with this potential episode but with season three is the guests that we'll have like we have our backgrounds, but we're bringing in some people to talk about, you know, some things that maybe we just don't have um, any experience in. And so I think that relationship spin will allow us to even look at some unconventional approaches to to what relationships can look like. And I love that you use unconventional. Um, Again, uh, a trash in the checklist kind of thing. We support relationships. I don't want people to say, oh my God, they don't even want people to be together. (laughs) We do. But we want to examine what that entire spectrum 
looks like. So yes, we are actually going to have a guest on that who's been married for over 25 years. Um, we're going to have a guest on that talks about how her and her husband have, let's say, expanded their relationship through, and some people might call it, I, I wouldn't call it polygamy, but they get out and about and, no, you know, know, explore other folks in sexual ways. I'll say that part. Yeah. It's actually had a a positive impact on their relationship. And so we want to, we just want to hear, we want to talk about that, talk about how it happened, why it happened. And, you know, again, we're not telling anybody to do or not do anything, but we're trashing a checklist, which means we are looking at some things that we might've all been told and taught, whether it's this is good and this is bad, but examining how people actually living these lives how it works for them. Absolutely. So even from that, going into just a better understanding of sex, uh, I think Tiffany and I may have shared last season that we went to a workshop. I don't know. Did we share that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But if we did not, you are sharing it now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So really, it that particular workshop, although the the title of it may have been like like you would call clickbaity or whatever it's really about understanding like the chemistry and physiology of sex as it relates to women's bodies um there's a lot out now you may have heard the term yoni and yoni wasn't something i didn't grow up talking about a yoni absolutely not you know what i'm saying um i didn't grow up talking about any of the stuff that has to do with your yoni, besides, <laughs> as I say, hygiene. <laughs> hygiene, correct. And so there's this whole almost study um, into the the yoni. Um, yes, it's related to your hygiene, that kind of health, and keeping your body clean, but also in understanding your physical body as a woman. And how to, I guess, how would you put it? I'm, I'm trying to sound somewhat uh, educated and... No, just say that thing. Well, basically, <laughs> we are trying to find out how our bodies work so that women can have, get the most out of sex. I'll say that. Because um, for real, and you can see it all over social media... Women apparently are not getting fulfilled in sex in a lot of ways. Some of that is our own lack of knowledge. And some of that is stuff like I saw one sexologist talking about on Instagram that um, men, some men are refusing to wash their butts. They what now? They won't wash their butts um, because they feel like putting something between their butt cheeks makes them gay. Okay. No, I ain't never heard nothing like that. I don't want to see that study or read that. When she said that, I literally had to go back and replay that. But women were actually still on the thread so talking you don't about wipe? it. I, that's too much. I can't. I even don't know what it. they're doing. They need a bidet or something. But if you bring in cuckleberries to the bed for sex, I'm definitely not enjoying that. 
I think uh, I think one of the things that's intriguing me about that, like there is, I, I believe, a, a push and a wave maybe for more openness. Like you said, there have been um, maybe some missing conversations, but I know a few series like on Netflix and stuff have like kind of opened up these conversations and encouraged people, you know, to talk about it because it's not a comfortable topic for everybody. Mm-mm, not whatsoever. And when people start, like, even like the first thing, like what, what are these body parts called? You'd be like, what? What you mean? <laughs> this is my whatever. You know, it's it, it even starts there with like our our basic education of what our parts are and then making a, a mental connection to those parts um, when you're talking about the physiology of sex. So we want to have on what's called a sexologist. And these people are actually professionally trained, like degrees in nursing, degrees in psychology, that kind of stuff. It's not just about, oh, yeah, you need to do this so you can get off. It's it's really a very intriguing field to me and, and obviously to TIFF because we went to a workshop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, this one is yours, TIFF, travel. Absolutely, travel. Um, I, of course, follow a lot of folks, um, not only with the travel hacking, but also been inspired. Uh, you know, I have some travel partners. I'm grateful for that, but really inspired by the number of women who are doing solo travel, like they're not, you know, letting the, the lack of a companion slow them down. And I mean, that doesn't necessarily even mean a romantic partner. I think there is like no um, shortage of like memes talking about when you go to plan a trip, like how many people are in it, like from the first (laughs) text until it's time to put down that deposit. And then when you leave, you know, you could be standing alone. So encouraging people just to, to go for it. And I'm seeing a number of people, you know, highlighting the number of countries that they've been to alone. Yeah, uh, this idea of, you know, traveling with confidence and without the fear. Um, one thing that I know has oftentimes been in the back of my mind about travel, like if to, if I were to travel alone, especially to certain places, is how they're going to treat Black people. You know, always have anxiety about that because you see news stories like, you know, the African-American man that got, you know, beat to death in Greece. Right. You know, just all that kind of stuff. And not to mention how in our own country sometimes. <laughs> that was about to be the thing. but <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So um, I think it's going to be really interesting to take a little dive into that and talk about travel and, you know, how to do it, who's doing it, you know, maybe get some pointers on how to even fit it into your budget if it's something that you want to explore. So we're extra, extra excited about that because we are folk that would, like I said, prefer to like not work and just travel. Oh yeah, we plan so many trips that maybe we don't make it out to. We have a lot of <laughs> ideas going, so hopefully we can put more of them into motion and still we'll maintain all of our responsibilities, of course. And then, um, you know, another thing that we want to touch on is being able to make that jump from having a job to finding joy. Like we talked about, like the great resignation and all mm-hmm. of that stuff, but really about like, I guess, living life on your on your own terms and, you know, getting to a point where you make a decision to choose you. Absolutely. And the guess for that, you know, I know personally, so... When she made that decision to give, as the old folks would say, a good job, <laughs> you know, to go driving across the country and over to Europe to hang out. My logical brain was like, oh, my gosh, 
how did she plan it? How did she do that? What were the steps she took? And But the fun side of me was like, that is crazy. Like, I really want to do that. I wish I could do that. <laughs> so we're going to jump in with our guests to talk about that. You know, again, we're all about finding joy in our lives. Like, I think jobs, we all got to work in some way. Everybody got to make money for the most part to live in this world. So we're not saying not to have a job, but there's got to be something else beyond just waking up to go to work. And and that's kind of where this particular topic really comes from. And then another, which has been a fan favorite before, Tiff. Yeah. So you mentioned boldness. I think that's, you know, boldness and freedom lead us into that next topic. And it's really about the single life. Like, you know, I think we've done a lot with relationships, but I kept kind of pushing, like there's one perspective that we really can't speak to, but, you know, we probably need to be able to speak to it. So you've identified some guests to help us come on. I'm going to call them probably the, you know, these rich aunties and tell us all about (laughs) living single. (laughs) Yes. And living single without being thirsty. Right. I think that's an important part. Like, Not quite not, in the 90s world, but they live in single. <laughs> correct. And doing it well, I think the conversation is going to be good because this is what I've been doing every time there's a conversation about unmarried women and being alone. I go back to our conversation with uh, Jane Elligard from our financial um, episode last season. Is she pulling up punches? The average age of a widow in the United States is 59. So you're no longer scaring women by saying you're going to be alone. What's going to happen when you're old? You're going to be alone, Uh, sir. Thirsty madams. (laughs) There's a possibility I could still be alone even if I were to be married. You know what I'm saying? So we're looking at that. What kind of and maybe I'm using the wrong word, but what kind of courage does that take to be single in your 40s -hmm. and be like, okay, I'm single and this is what I'm doing. And moving past other people's expectations, I guess, and being, you know, okay with that, proud of that, um, and not, you know, letting people make you feel like you've done something wrong or you're not desirable because you haven't been picked or selected or whatever, you know, some of the the general, I guess, feelings people can give off about that. So that that's pretty exciting. And even what their dating experience is like, mm-hmm. definitely want to be able to talk about, you know, that. I'm always trying to be in somebody's uh, business when they talk about <laughs> dating stories since I ain't really, we ain't really get to date all that much. So. Right. So that's how we need to bring in some people and, <laughs> right. and, and, and you know, share with our listeners what that experience is like. <laughs> right. <for them. laughs> And we have women. We always have an episode. Well, we try to have an episode with the men. Um, We're not sure what we're going to let the men take over and talk about this go round. I floated an idea to Tiff. She hadn't said anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to just let that one stay out in the atmosphere. But another opportunity for the men to take over the show, um, give some perspectives, talk about some things. Um, And then talking about, again, creativity in this market for creativity. Everywhere you look, you know, you see people using their talents to do things that bring other people like opportunity or, you know, just straight up joy, writing and arts and, you know, music and 
all kinds of stuff that people are in now, whether they're creating products like that you can purchase if we're talking about clothes or body oils or whatever, or for encouraging people to kind of venture out into that, you know, that writing space, the YouTube vlogosphere, wherever you want to call it. We're diving back into that because at some point, Tiff and I are actually going to get the nerve to jump all the way in. Like we, we, we have toes in the water. Sometimes we'll stick a whole foot, maybe even get to the knees <laughs> in that pool of creativity. But then we get back out and dry off real quick and <laughs> wait till the decks go round. So that's exciting. And this next one uh, that we wanted to dive into, Tiff. I think this will be a very, very different um, topic for us, but excited. Um, I don't know. You're always so creative with how, how you name it, but I guess we'll be talking about how high, you know. Hey, diving into this uh, 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 so how did I can touch the sky up, up to the sky? Yeah, diving into having some cannabis conversation. Yep. And, and that's straight up. Like, I think if there ever was a trash to checklist kind of thing, having this kind of topic for us is. I can't imagine that we would be openly talking about this three years ago, five years ago, or whatever. It's an industry, you know? It's no longer pushed to, like, the basement party or whispered about or whatever. It's a full-blown industry. And I think that discussing how cannabis is being used um, is is definitely something that may help people in, in all kinds of ways. You know, you have cannabis for pain control. You have cannabis for um, people are using it to treat anxiety, all kinds of stuff. And we're all about helping people see ways, again, in which they can be happier and more content, um, just finding different avenues to enjoy their lives on their own terms. So we're even going to take that conversation on um, with Trash and Checklist with a professional in the industry. So we have some really cool, to go back to the 80s, rad <laughs> stuff that we're going to be talking about. And they all, in, in my view, relate to this concept that we've developed called Trash and Checklist. What do you think? I, I definitely agree. I'm excited. Um, excited to have the guests, some experts in their field, uh, to expand. Um, you know the topics that we've talked about. I hope our listeners enjoy what we have planned for season three. I think it'll be a good time. And I want you know people reach out to us sometimes to tell us y'all should do an episode on this and y'all should do an episode on that. I welcome that. Send us your thoughts. Send us, you know, our your email, you know, email us trash to checklist at gmail.com. Um, yes, we still have Facebook. You can go on our trash to checklist podcast Facebook page. We're on IG. Like you can send us messages and give us ideas or ask us questions that you want to know about for episodes or what have you. So we again we call you all family. We value your input. We, as I always say, thank you for rocking with us. Like, we want you to be a part of this whole entire journey. It can continue to grow and hopefully continue to serve everyone that that gets to hear this. Yes, I'm, let's do it. I'm just ready to get started and get these episodes out because I think this is going to be some fun stuff. 
So the excitement is absolutely bubbling over for this third season for us. I love that we're taking this more open approach to our podcast. As adults, I think it's absolutely necessary to have these conversations about the things that can impact our lives so much. And I think we need to be more comfortable with tackling the conversations that have been taboo or hush-hush because it's kept so many of us from really seeking out experiences that will really help us find more contentment. And no, we don't have to be down with everything. Personal choice is always supported here as we take those small steps every day to trash the the checklist. If you enjoyed this conversation, we invite you to follow us on social media and to subscribe to Trash the Checklist Podcast with Yolanda and Tiffany for more opportunities to engage by clicking the subscribe button or icon on your favorite podcast app. This is Trash the Checklist. I'm Yolanda. And I'm Tiffany. And we'll see you next time.